Don't go listen to that outside noise. We don't listen to any outside noise. There's a lot of outside noise and that can create fractures. Keep the focus on us. Don't worry about that outside noise. This is Outside Noise. It's not pleasant. We don't want to be here. With Will and MJ. Hey, Will. As I was getting ready for the show, I thought there's not much to cover today. Well, I was wrong. There's been some breaking news over the course of the last half hour that we need to get straight into as we're preparing for the show. And the the preparation meetings for this show are long and extensive, aren't they, Will? We we started about 7 o'clock this morning. It's now just after 1 o'clock. So it's been about seven hours of hard work to work out exactly what we're going to cover in the show. Oh, yeah, you're fine-tuning all the content and you you get just a, a barrel of stuff that you're going to talk about. Because out of the, how many, what, 25, 35 stories we had about, yeah, about that? About at seven o'clock this morning, and then we said, yeah. "No, the Seb Ross stuff—that's a bit. It's a bit yeah. heavy for us. A bit too caro for us. Yeah. Bit caro, bit cane. Yeah. You know, it's not really our lane." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and then we're left with the three stories that we're going to discuss today, starting with the most important one. We've come across some audio that went to air around an hour and a half ago uh, on Three AW Neil Mitchell's program, and if this is true, will yeah, then it could be the biggest footy story of the year. Yeah, look, I've listened to it and it's extraordinary, the claim that's been made by this man that called in anonymously to a 3AW. (laughs) Is it an anonymous? I can't remember. Um, I think he said his name, Will, but for all we know, he made up his name. So hang on, I'll play the audio now. Hi, Neil. Um, Just wanted to ring up and uh, tell you about uh, three people that I've seen having a coffee in Richmond today. Might be of uh, some interest to a lot of listeners. Yep. I've seen Mark Quarter. From yep. Collingwood Football Club, new wow. president, wow. Paul Lecuria, yep. and Alistair Clarkson. What? Jesus. Paul's still on the... Alistair Clarkson, the Hawthorne coach. Well, my, if my, my eyes don't lie, mate, so I, I yeah. just want to know what he's doing mm. having a coffee with them. You're absolutely 100% sure it was the Collingwood president, Collingwood board member, former player, and Alistair Clarkson. The eyes don't lie, Neil. No, but you might. <laughs> you're not winding... You're not winding now. Wouldn't waste, wouldn't waste my time, mate. I'm at work earning good uh, coin. Well, that's <laughs> what I've seen, mate. What's that Which coffee shop, Alex? Oh, I don't want to give them a plug on the radio. Bridge Road, Richmond. Bridge Road, Richmond's a few along there. Like, were they in the shop or were they all outside? They were sitting down in the shop waiting for their coffees to be served because I was behind them. Oh, how about that, Will? Okay, a few, a few things. <laughs> Fair bit to unpack there. First, good on him for making good coin. That's nice to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Because, Will, if there's one thing I know, if you make good coin, yeah. you can't lie. You, the yeah. liars don't make good coin. And you also tell everyone about it. The, yes. the people I know making the best coin talk about it the most. That's what I've often found. Um, yeah. At the very end, he suggests that um, the, they were sitting down waiting for their coffees and he was behind them. Yeah, how, so is, how does that is happen? It, is it a seated queue? <laughs> Maybe it is. And the other thing, Bridge Road, I don't think you could find a strip in Melbourne that has more coffee shops than Bridge Road. Yeah. So if you were going to make up that someone's having coffee, Bridge Road would be a great place to start. He's really muddied the waters by saying Bridge Road. Why didn't he want to give them a plug on the radio? Does he not like this place? Did he get a bad coffee from there? Yeah, presumably like he might go... how often do you go to a coffee shop for the first time? Like, yeah. normally coffee shops are quite a regular thing. So, if I was him, I would have given them a pump up. So, next time it goes in and say, hey, thanks for telling everyone that Clarko was in here. Here's a free yeah. latte. I imagine the coffee shop in question would have loved a, yeah, a plug on the radio with because Neil Mitchell then, on 3AW. Mark Stevens and Tommy Brown would be there in no time to yeah. try and get some shots. 
And he was very adamant that his eyes don't lie. I like that Neil yeah. called him out that, yes, but you might. Yeah. He was very angry at Neil for no, for no particular yeah. reason. That's, he, he, was, he sort of was aggressive about it. Yeah. It was a it was a weird it wasn't just like, hey, guess what, Neil? Like this is quite interesting. It was Yeah. It was a real forceful it, Neil, yeah. you better hear this. He really pushed it and then any sort of suggestion that Neil might question him was <laughs> met with real <laughs> aggressive feedback. And, well but and the thing I'm is, not gonna waste my time, mate. Oh but yeah. you might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, which is what is it with coffee and Clarko? Yeah, he's always having coffee with people, which well, sort of makes thing. it more believable. He has uh, he has a track record of coffees. Does that of going get coffees? Like the time he caught up with Gil McLaughlin for a coffee to sort through the AFL's rule issues. Yeah, yeah. Which I also would have would have uh, suggested might have been fake, but that one was indeed true. And and he fixed the holding the ball rule for one week because <laughs> if he had a snap to picture, will oh yeah. He could have got straight onto the phone to the Herald Sun and say, oh, I've got this amazing picture. I, I don't understand these high-profile footy meetings happening at very public cafes. Is that I'd, something that would happen? I would go to the least public place possible. Mm. Someone's home. Does Mark Corder not be, have a nice office? I would imagine, but you wouldn't want to even go to Corder's office. You'd want to go to... See, this is something we should get Tommy Brown on because he, he oh, not only true. knows the regular places where people catch up, he also knows the secret places where people catch up. He like also offices or yeah he, he like, would he would also know the make and model and number plate of Paul Curious cars so. <laughs> he, and his preferred he probably, airline <laughs> he probably has a tracker on Mark Cordell's car so yeah, well, Tommy no, would be I, the perfect person and if I was setting up a meeting with Clarkson now you'd go somewhere in the city with an underground car park yep. hopefully two entrances. Yep. Um, two lift wells that you could go up in different lifts and make sure that there's no potential crossover within a public. Yeah. Um, then go down those separate lifts into separate cars, out separate exits, and then people would never be able to spot you. I, the last place I would be going would be a cafe in Bridge Road. Yeah. You know what? The more I think about it, I reckon this guy's story is a bit fishy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could be wrong. By the end of this podcast, someone might prove it. Yeah. If there's no photo, then no you know, believe. You know what? I'm not sure he does make good money. <laughs> <laughs> now, Will, the other big story that was breaking as we started to record was mm. Channel 7 have just released the cast for Celebrity MasterChef. Channel 10, MJ. Come on, please. Oh, it's like, it's like you don't even watch it. I was, I was nearly got off to a good start. Yeah, Channel Ten, of course, released the cast of MasterChef, and I'm very excited about this series. Yeah. Well, the reason you say seven is because there's a few. Oh no, there's only one Channel Seven personality on it, and that's Rebecca Gibney. Rebecca Gibney, of course. We were just saying that in terms mm. of celebrity casts, yeah. this is as good as I think I've ever seen. Because the more recent celebrity casts. Uh, I'm about halfway of knowing who's who. Yeah. Get to about sort of halfway into the cast and go, I don't know the other half. But this I know 90%. This this one doesn't even have one of the duos from Gogglebox on it. They, yeah. They, they, don't, even, sing- they don't even have the, the eighth eliminatee from Love Island. <laughs> yeah, it's not a single survivor on here either. It's quite yeah. a good cast. Mind you, uh, in terms of shows that you would want to be on, when you're talking yeah. like... I'm a celebrity or mm. um, what, what's another gross one that some celebrities appear on from time to time? Dancing oh. with the Stars, that's a fair yeah. bit of effort. Celebrity it, Splash. 
been a celebrity while. Celebrity splash or celebrity dog school, things like that. This is yeah. <laughs> this is just cooking, you know. You yeah. can get away and, with cooking. And supportive. You're not going to eat any witchetty exactly. grubs and disgusting yeah. stuff. Like, it's going to be real nice, tasty, um, wholesome food. Yeah. Which... And we better bring this back to footy quickly, um, Will. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> and Nick Rewell's on it, which is what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, Big Nick Rewell. Big yeah. Rewell's on. Um, Archie Thompson from the Melbourne Victory and Australia and wherever else he played. Yeah. Um, there's Rebecca Gibney. There's an actor called Matt that I recognise but wouldn't know his last name. Matt Lenevez from Offspring. Ah, Lenevez, of course, from Offspring. We've got Dami Im, who won X Factor. Of course. Dilrook. Jai Singer. Jai Singer, yeah, from comedy uh, areas. We've got Ian <laughs> Thorpe, of course. It doesn't get much bigger than Ian Thorpe in Australia. Torpedo. Here we go. We've got Chrissy Swan, who should be pretty well suited to this kind of show, I'd imagine. Dare, um, I, and, dare I say the favourite? <laughs> and Colette Dinigan, who I think is a fashion designer. <laughs> Colette only, Dinigan. Yeah. I, reckon, I reckon Colette Dinigan put her hand up and said, oh, I'd yeah. love to be on MasterChef. And they're, oh, because would you ask her? <laughs> Um, go out of your way. Let's check yeah. if Colette's came. I wouldn't recognise her, but as soon as I saw the sheet with her name was Colette, the first thing that came to mind was Colette Dinigan. Well, so she's made to. quite an impact on the fashion world, Will. It has to be. Yeah, it just has to be Dinigan, doesn't it? When you yeah, see Colette. or man. Colette man. Remember that? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> she used to be on like Good Morning Australia with Bert Newton a while ago. Yeah. Now, the only person I didn't know on this whole list, Will, was Tilly. Do you know Tilly. I do know Tilly because I've read the article. 19-year-old yeah. Tilly Ramsey, daughter of what? Gordon. Flowing her over for it. And I realise that I actually do recognise her because she appears mm. in a lot of TikToks where she... I think there was one where she pranked Gordon, her, her dad, with um, looking to this water bottle and then she sprayed it up into his face and it was... It oh, did okay. the, went a bit viral. Now, do you think Tilly would have been high up the list there at Channel 10 or would she be... Um, well, they How she come about, do you reckon? They've had Gordon on the show... And yep. I reckon... Friend of the show. Yeah. At what point... Do you reckon Tilly was locked in before or after Matt Dillon 11? <laughs> was, she the la- was she the last person they confirmed? Yeah, I'd say. I'd say. There would have been a few before Tilly, I imagine. But having Nick on the show, I would have loved to have seen Heath Shaw on the show as well, Will, so that when Nick Rewalt yeah. carries his food up to the judges, <laughs> Heath Shaw can just smother it out of his hands. I have... Anyway. For- I have seen a bit of that. He's scooping some knocky into into a, onto the plate as, during the trailer, and, and the, sure the, the knocky doesn't make it. Sneaks up like a librarian. Well, I think that counts as a footy segment. We spent more time more talking about Gordon Ramsay's daughter, but let's see if Nick can win a flag. Yeah. <laughs> now, Will, it's normally me bringing the Collingwood stories to the table. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, but you are more across what's happening at board level and with this. Collingwood supporter, who this morning has laid down his guns. He said he doesn't yep. want to take the board any, on anymore. He's got the right amount of signatures to force an AGM, um, but he doesn't want to do it anymore. What yep. is the insight that you have in terms of what's happened at Collingwood over the past couple of days? So it's this fuck so, has gone. Yes, so he would have forced an AGM. Yeah. And oh, extraordinary general meeting. Yes. Not an annual general meeting. No, no, not just the generic annual one. This would no. be an emergency. The AGMs and, are big. Yeah, it's the one you're not planning. And his name's David Haightley. People would have seen photos of him proudly holding open his clipboard with, <laughs> with a few uh, barred lines on there that people were allowed to tick off when he went to the MCG and did the rounds yep. at the Gold Coast game. Yep. And he has since tweeted at his account, at Turtle Magpies. I don't know why. 
and and he's got it, it's his his Twitter handle has a black circle, a white circle, then the word yep. David, then a white circle, then a black circle. So you know he's a very normal guy. He loves the just... pies. He loves the pies. Turtle magpies. <laughs> Does turtle magpies. Um, <laughs> and so, as you like to see from very official accounts. He has released a statement, a troubling statement, that is a screenshot of his post on Facebook, which is where, yep. where all the big statements are often put together and posted. The, the, the best statements are the ones in Apple Notes. Yeah. <laughs> the second best are the Screen, ones that are just screenshot yeah, sc- of Facebook. Yeah. yeah, a screenshot of Apple Notes where you haven't even cropped out your battery or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the top tier. Um, so he's a couple tiers below that. Oh no! You can still see the um, the message function with two notifications on it. So, oh, so, so he hasn't yeah. done a full croppage. No, the fact you can actually see that it's from Facebook means he hasn't cropped yeah. it very well. So my my tip for David in the future when drafting very serious statements about the football club you love is yeah. just to take a bit more care with the cropping. <laughs> so, That's trouble. the first observation. Yeah, trouble in paradise with the Magpie Army. So I'll, I'll run yeah. you through some of the statement mm-hmm. that he's released. To the Magpie Army. Okay, I'll set the record straight for transparency. Last Friday, I and another member, the EGM Petition Group, held a meeting. Oh, it's already already riddled with typos. (laughs) I'm barely into it. I and another member, I assume it means of the EGM Petition Group, held a meeting with a couple of Collingwood board directors. Yeah. Since, uh, since then, we know, as Caroline Wilson released on Footy Classified, that those two members were Paula Curie and Peter Murphy, the Paula okay. Curie who recently had a coffee with Alistair Clarkson. With Clarkson, we think, allegedly, again. <laughs> Jeez, um, it's been a big week for Peter and coffees and Paul. When, when he was sitting down yeah. in that queue on Bridge Road. <laughs> um, Peter, so, Paul and... Yeah, Peter, Paul and Alistair. Any other disciples? Alistair. And Alistair, um, that's it. Uh, David goes on that they discussed a number of matters in relation to fan engagement, membership mm. issues, social club, board tenures, etc. All the things so many of you were unhappy about. The directors gave us some frank feedback in regards to things that have occurred over the last few years and mm. the numerous changes that have and will occur in the future. Okay, so he goes on to explain that for, for reasons that are to do with stability and you know continuity, the board doesn't want an EGM as they wouldn't because they're... They're currently on the board. Mm-hmm. So it means that in David's position leading this breakaway group, yeah. he doesn't want to be involved anymore because he thinks he's tearing the club apart. He says he's been absorbing all the views of past players and different fans and approaching mm-hmm. the current situation of needing to appoint a new coach uh, and that an EGM would be a bad time for the club if this was to happen. So... See, this is see, this was always the danger. Yeah, that he, that old turtle magpies was going to get strong armed. I yeah. think there was there hasn't been an EGM uh, in the footy world for a very long time, and I think part of the reason is that the clubs are very quick to try and cut them off before they start, which is what they tried to do with Turtle. Yep, but he got those <laughs> signatures and he held strong for much longer than many anticipated. But he's folded, hasn't he? It's yeah. it's someone has got to him. He's been heavy-handed. I'm not sure if it was a someone like Rocky Balboa turned up at his door or, you know, in the castle when the bloke comes oh, and knocks on the door. I can't imagine Turtle was threatened with violence. I reckon oh. it just came down to the fact they've gone, all right, look, we've got a complete nuffy on our hands here. 
we need yeah. to get we need to get someone like <laughs> can, can we send Bucks down? No, Bucks is busy. Uh, Paul, yeah. he'll love you if yeah. you can just go down and say, mate, <laughs> look, I'm I'm asking you as a mate, as a Collingwood <laughs> man. Here's a here's a signed 2020 jumper. Look, all the players are there. You can you can have that. Look, here's Tony Shaw's boots from the 1990 Grand Final. What can we do? <laughs> what can we do? Well, David do you, would be stoked with that. Yeah. Do Do you want me to throw in uh, some of the banner from the 2018 Grand Final? That, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a what, low blow, Will. That's I'm not going to laugh at that. That's what other blow. memorabilia can I give you? So Very this low. Is, this is towards the end of the statement. It goes yep. for too long. I already read too much of it. Yeah. All along, I have said I didn't want Collingwood to burn. I didn't want to burn. Oh, God, he's made so many mistakes. I didn't yep. want to burn Collingwood down, but yep. have open dialogue with the club to get the best for all at Collingwood. So he obviously is. A, he cares a lot. He doesn't want to break the club down. And, he's not like. Implode from the inside. Yeah, he's not like the Joker who's just doing it for the no. chaos of it. He wants the best for the club in the end. Some people want to watch Collingwood burn. David is not yeah. one of them. Now, have you seen Collingwood's statement, Will? No, I haven't. I just wanted to quickly because he yeah. says that he states here and for the record, he trusts Licker, of course, because he loves him. And he Peter loves Murphy, Licker, yeah. He trusts Peter Murphy as well implicitly, and there's no way that these two extremely fine gentlemen would have leaked this meeting to Caroline Wilson. Yeah, Which what? is what has happened. I don't know how they caught wind of it. Maybe the guy from 3AW saw <laughs> Turtle Magpies on the bridge right with With Caro, do you reckon? <laughs> and he called Caro. Maybe this is what's happened. So David said, well, congratulations to the rat. I'm walking away from all of this. So that's it. He's pulled up his stumps and he's no longer doing the petition. Well, who's taking over? Or is he? Is there an option for anyone to take over? Or is it all over? Is it all done? Do all those signatures that he collected just not, are not required anymore? Because we're just going to wait till December for the AGM. It looks like he has just taken the ball home. I can't. I can't tell anything at this point. One so, of the so, top, the uh, one of the top replies is a guy called Chris Whelan who says, "What an absolute shambles! Why are you discussing fan engagement and social club engagement with the directors? Where in the petition did people sign? Did it say start using this as leverage to negotiate outcomes such as a social club and fan engagement? Which is a good point. I think Turtle Magpies might have gone a little bit rogue with liquor." Well, see, this is what annoys me as well. This shouldn't be about social clubs and where you get a beer from. It should be about winning games. <laughs> like, that should be everyone's objective, and it gets lost amongst the absolute chaos. Collingwood yeah. would have released a statement about an Good. hour ago, Will. Yeah. They have thanked David Hatley, that's Turtle, and other members of their for their passion for Collingwood and decide to help the club to be the best it can be. Collingwood commits to continuing discussions with the people it represents, the members, and working with the likes of David. Right. Who are the likes of David? People a little less nuffy. <laughs> people, people who have a bit more uh, business nows, I think. Because <laughs> that's, that's People who earn good money. Yeah, good money, like the guy <laughs> yeah. on 3AW. Because that's the issue with these uh, petitions and EGMs. Mm. You see it all the time, like that... Uh, that motley crew yeah. that tried to take down Richmond just before they won three premierships. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes you, you need stu- a bit. <laughs> you get stuck with some people that are just purely fans and don't yep. really understand how the board actually operates. No, they just negotiates with sponsors and, and yep. uh, stadium deals. It's amazing how much one win can just change things around. Yeah. 
Like you beat you beat Melbourne on the weekend, and people just uh, automatically love the club again. But I'm sad to see Turtle go. Do you reckon that'll be the last we hear of Turtle? I'm sure he'll still go to games, and he'll continue making the banner. <laughs> well, we need a new chopper. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you don't need any more joffers. <laughs> the world doesn't need any more joffers. I think the world's had enough joffers. All right, well, my favourite part of the show, a little bit of feedback. Yep. Well, actually, quite a bit of feedback this week, which is great. We love uh, when people send us messages on Outside Noise, AUS on Instagram. Yep, all uh, feedback, and, great and small. And this one came to us a while back, actually, um, from Corey Jacobs. Yeah. Um, he was going to a game. We haven't actually played it yet, but he got some evidence of a footy record. Well, let me do the, let the audio do the talking. A bit of gusto, not a lot though. Still lacking. Little bit of gusto there. Little bit of gusto. Uh, look, look, it's a little. Uh, if my memory if my memory serves me correctly, maybe I'm just being nostalgic. Mm. But I think we have heard much more gusto than that in the past. In the in decades before, there was heaps yeah. more gusto. But it's the best we've heard. Thank you for Corey for recording that. He also got um, back in touch with us. Um, he was at the Melbourne Brisbane game a few weeks ago, uh, and he said the start times are all off. We he mentioned that there, a few was, weeks ago. He was up there in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So he said yeah, the start times are all off, which is something we've noticed. The AFL need to get their act together on that. Will do you reckon, um, as in they're running late or they're just moving yeah. the? Yeah, normally they were just to the second, but now they're oh, all no. over the shop. I remember vividly. You know what happened there. We what? should actually get into this. <laughs> that happened? game was during the Sir Doug Nichols Indigenous round, oh. and there was a guy that made a speech before it. Now, I love pre-match Indigenous entertainment, not even entertainment, just acknowledgement yeah. and, and the ceremonies. Some it can of be them very are, moving. are rousing. We saw that one in Darwin where that, mm. that, uh, that guy made that very rousing speech. And, yep. and the performances and everything like that is wonderful. This guy went way over his allotted time. Oh, and is that sto- right? And it stopped being interesting. The people I was with, we all had very raised eyebrows during that speech. <laughs> and we might, we might get back to it next week because it's quite funny just how, how much liberty he takes with the three minutes he was allotted. Well, maybe we can find the audio of that and see. I don't want to play the whole thing, obviously, Will, because it no. sounds pretty oh, boring. Oh, God, it drags. Well, Corey was across that. Um, he also it's also came with a um, disclaimer that message that he was in a bit of a sesh, sesh king state at the moment, so he wasn't sure uh, what actually went wrong. So he must have missed that bloke's speech, I think, right. in his sesh in his sesh state. That makes sense. Um, Speak, you, speaking of seshmas, speech, I'll get to sesh in a sec. Will I don't want okay. to jump. I'm going to. We want to finish with sesh. Okay. Um, Chris uh, got in touch. He sent us another question for us. Were electric eels called? What were electric eels called before electricity was invented? Yeah. Any thoughts? Oh, is that? Oh, sorry. So it wasn't footy. Related. No, not footy. Related. Oh, the Sparky Boys. I don't yeah, know. Sparky Boys. Um, Xavier Cramo's got in touch with us. Uh, he's flagged a new Instagram page that people for this show might like. Yeah, it's called Former AFL Players on LinkedIn. Now I'm really disappointed that I missed out on this because I have been a big follower and fan of AFL players that get into real estate. It seems yep. to be the place of choice where, when players like, retire, particularly yep. commercial real estate. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where the big bucks are. Big bucks um, and not much work. So that's what it's called, is it? AFL players on LinkedIn? 
Yeah, exactly. So they've got um, some of the players featured so far. It's only nine posts old. We've yep. got Sharon Wellingham up there. We've got Will Minson. We've got Jared Grant, Lewis Roberts-Thompson, Raphael Clark, Aaron Sanderlands. Most of them are corporate, Will. Aaron Sanderlands pages. He works as managing director at Gecko Contracting Turf and Landscape. Oh, good on him. No, Jared Ned- Grant's definitely in real estate. He is he's a technician at 888 Electrical Stu- Solutions. Jared Grant? He might have moved on, yeah. Oh, God. Changed I don't know why he got for out. a third time. Um, <laughs> imagine calling up to get your turf mode and Aaron Sanderlands rocks up. That oh, yeah, gee. <laughs> oh, gee. He did cover the ground quickly. He'd, yeah, he'd be moving that mower. He wouldn't fit in a lot of front yards. Yeah, no, he'd be a great... Uh, Great addition to Jim's mowing or wherever he works. Absolutely. So, anyway, we'll keep an eye on that page. I do like the vibe of it. It's yeah. got a fair way to go. It's only got nine posts, but I'm glad to be on these things from the start, Will. I have a uh, feeling Xavier might have put that one together. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zave. We've given you the plug that you probably wanted. Yeah, I, don't know, no, I think Zave just came across it. I think he just had us in mind when he saw it, yeah. um, which gets us to Seshmas, Will. Great. Now, it's that time we, of the week. we haven't ever heard Seshmas's voice before. Uh, oh, he's don't only tell ever me. Sent, us, sent us messages, and last week on the show we said, "Hey, Sesh, could, would you mind sending us um, some audio questions or yeah. audio statements?" Has um, he? Yep. Again, he says, "Don't tell, don't tell any more time." I sent these through, <laughs> but I, I can confidently say they were, were mid Sesh. It's like his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so there's a few messages here. Um, let's play them. They're a bit disjointed because I think it was anyway. I'll, we'll play the first one and then we'll. Yeah, okay. Boys, you know it is. It's the Sesh King himself, me back again. Um, three things I've got to tell you is on this message. Three things. First thing yeah. I'm going to do is uh, give a shout out to Lachlan Russell. Oh, and uh, let him know if he does want an uh, autograph, just to tell him to DM me and I'll give him one. Secondly, <laughs> is my theorem actually why um, Robbo's. Uh. Robbo's. <laughs> was that? Well, why Robbo's. Uh, Computer is acting up. I honestly don't believe it was a bad internet because you know Robbo, he's ahead of the Herald Sun. He'd have absolutely pristine internet connection. I honestly reckon whatever that red sauce he got in his lips for that Herald Sun shoot is what is what is, he spilled all that all over his computer after he missed his second lunch. And you know when Robbo misses a meal, he has to make up for the next one. So he had to make up for first for first dinner. Third thing I'm going to say is my idea for this week, this year. This week is that um, uh, cuts out there, Will. Okay, so no, we don't... Well, let's just let's just break down the, <laughs> the first two from Sessions. <laughs> Good on you, Lachlan Russell. Lachlan um, Russell's got a shout out, so that's and right. Seshmas is spot on. Robo yep. definitely spilt that bolognese or what else? Did or we think butter chicken. Have, the butter, butter chicken. chicken maybe. I think I think it was the 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 sauce in the leftover Tupperware container of the butter chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he spilt it on his laptop. For those who missed that, years ago on the show, we mentioned <laughs> that there's a, there's a photo of... Ro- if you type in Mark Robinson into Google Images, and I'm sure it's still the same. I reckon it is. I'll do it live. A, there's a photo that was taken promotional purposes for Herald Sun, and we think it was taken after lunch because you can clearly see a bit of Robbo's lunch on his top lip, like yeah. a leftover Tupperware container. <laughs> yeah, I found it <laughs> Is it there? So if you Google Mark Robinson, you get a lot yeah. of, um, I think there's a, a, a prominent um, American politician 
But then on the second row for me on my laptop, so it was about 10 photos down, it's a grey background. <laughs> Robbo's looking steely at the camera. He's got the flavour saver. His tie's a little bit undone. You zoom in and it's some sort of red-orange sauce. <laughs> like Tupperware. That's how we described it. So, yeah, that's a very deep cut from Seshma. So I like and that he's... <laughs> I also agree with him that Robbo would have pristine internet. Absolutely yeah, oh, pristine. He absolutely does, yeah. No, he's, he's spot on. There are a few more messages here. My third, as I said before, my third idea, that the team who finishes by the ladder has to make an embarrassing or shocking ad like that shocking Collingwood shampoo ad or a shithouse St Kilda yep. type ad yep. for why they finish at the bottom of the ladder this year. Good point. And it goes on. <laughs> All right. Also, don't tell the Tom and Dave this was sent. Okay, <laughs> okay great. Yeah, no, we won't do that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I accidentally did it last time, but I don't have access to that information this yep. time, which is which no. is good. Good um, to know. That Collingwood um, Pantene, I think ad. it was. Yeah, one of those ones. Head and shoulders, maybe. I didn't mind it. I think it was one of the better ads yeah. done and by footy players. I, but, I think you can't defend Nick Rewalt's St Kilda's um, one, which turned into... It was like one of those. They wanted it to be like a flash mob will. Yeah, um, but it just didn't come together how it looked on the on the whiteboard. No, I don't think. No, unfortunately. So that would be nice if the North Melbourne squad came together and had to had to do that. And then at the end, just sorry, members, for a disappointing twenty twenty one. Couldn't get. It's only uphill from here. Like you end. I like that yeah. idea. Like this season nice can't message. get any worse. Yeah, yeah. that's good, good from Seshmas. No, good, and we love hearing from you, Sesh. So any we do prefer mid session takes. So just send yeah. them. And if anyone else's mid-session comes up with a weird idea, send them through on Instagram. It's easy to record the audio in and we can just play it. So we love hearing um, that kind of interaction. So Seshmas, thanks for kicking off that for us. Um, and again, we just love hearing from you, Sesh. You're a cult figure now. People love you. They want to hear from you. So just keep getting in touch with us and we'll keep playing it. Love it. Thanks, Seshmas. That's uh, Outside Noise AUS on uh, Instagram, by the way, Will. Outside yeah. Noise AUS. Of course.